Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today we shift into one of my favorite energies, the third quarter. Now, this is one of those energies that we don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to. Usually it's in the gray zone between two big energies, but today it is pairing with Aquarius. So this is all about bringing out your visionary spirit. And I have for you a very special guest who really embodies this within the work that she does. I have Delaney Brown, who is the creator, founder, one woman show, and extraordinary visionary to Bubbly Cauldrons. Welcome, Delaney. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm excited to chat with you today because I kind of love that when we were chatting privately here, you said it's kind of like a one woman show around here with what you do. And I really relate to that. And I also think there's a lot of magic in it because we really put our hearts into what we do then. I agree. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about what is Bubbly Cauldrons. So Bubbly Cauldrons is my candle, wax melt, bath and body product business. And it actually all started because I love candles and I love good fragrances. I always want to smell good. I want my house to smell good. And my boyfriend was getting irritated with how many products I was buying. And so I decided instead of just hoarding the candles and doing it all, I would start making them. And then, you know, I would have an endless supply of good things to smell. And that kind of morphed into making other products and bath bombs for sensitive skin and sensitive people. And now I have kind of just started getting into the realm of everything. I want to do it all. So I want to do lip balms and body butters and, you know, sugar scrubs and all of these different products. So now it has kind of expanded into this much larger business than, you know, the original candle shop I was going to be. (laughs) I love this because I really feel like the best businesses are born out of something that we didn't expect or intend for that just kind of grew out of nowhere, out of a love. And I love that you are making products for uh, sensitive people. So what do you, what does that mean? Explain what, what, how would that be with your products? How does it help sensitive people? 
So um, as a woman myself, you know, some commercially made bath products don't always sit well, right? Like you're in the bathtub and you're having a great time. And then a couple days later, you're not having such a great time. And so I wanted to create something that would not give that reaction, you know, to anyone. I wanted something that's going to be safer on the skin, that I know what all of the ingredients are, how they're going to interact, what you're going to be putting near your body and, you know, those sensitive regions and the not sensitive regions. And so by doing this, you know, I test all the products myself. My boyfriend helps me test things as well. So I can see exactly how I react having those issues and how someone else would react with the same thing. Mm -hmm. I also have a million and one different fragrance options. And so, you know, maybe eucalyptus is not everyone's cup of tea. Well, that's okay. I have 50 other fragrances to choose from. So if you're a little picky with fragrances, I have something for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally noticed that I was checking out your website the other day and I was like, Ooh, this, this would smell good. I could just like smell <laughs> it with my eyes. And then I yes. would go to the next one. And I'm like, Ooh, that would smell good too. You've got some really unique scents and I love your clever names. So what, <laughs> what are some of these clever names that you have? Tell us a little bit about some of the products that are a bit unique. Oh gosh. Um, so my shower steamers that I just released, um, I actually went with a more environment name. So, you know, I did a lavender instead of calling it lavender. I went with meadow instead of eucalyptus, I went with grassland. And so with each of these labels, I actually included pictures that I felt went along well with that too. Um, I have some other fun ones. I don't know. I never like naming things, just what they are like peach. I don't want to just be peach. I want yeah. it to be like peachy keen. I want, you know, I have one named moon tide. That's more of like, Oshi, oceany and, you know, like the breeze of the ocean and like it's not very like coconutty like a beach, but it's definitely more of like a fresh. Um, I have cleansing, which is more of like a pure linen scent that actually acts as an odor eliminator as well. So I try mm -hmm. to name things that are more fun and I've gotten more clever as I keep doing ones. Um, I just released some soaps and none of them have whatever they are in the name. <laughs> so <laughs> my coconut is a little nutty. Um, I have sweet and juicy for watermelon, you know, just kind of something fun. Yeah. So here's why this is actually really, really smart. And, and whether you know this or not, um, the cleverness about this, why I think this is such an important conversation on, on the things that you're calling your products. And for our listeners out there who are other spiritual entrepreneurs is just listen to the resonance of the word as Delaney here is, is talking about them and how much there's a power in what you're sensing immediately, just from what you're saying, because when we're in that business of really connecting to others, right. And wanting to make a difference for them. How do we do that through just words sometimes? Cause I know for myself, if you were to say, you know, like you said, peach, okay. Peach. Nah, yeah. I know what peach is peachy keen right. all of a sudden just kind of perks my interest a little bit more. So it's a fantastic way to connect to others by being unique. And I have a feeling you're doing this naturally and it's not necessarily you're something you know, that you're setting out to say, Oh, how do I make this X, Y, Z? Like, do they come pretty naturally to you? These names? Most, most of them do, but I definitely have to be on more of a creative day. Some days I'm trying to think of a scent name and I cannot think of anything for the world. Um, and other days, 
um, like I sat down and tried to name all of my soaps in one day and I was able to super easily. I was able to just come up with them off the slide of tongue and, you know, design my labels very easily that day with pictures and the scent descriptors. And then other days it is as hard as picking words from a library or <laughs> from a dictionary or, you know, just one of those things that it did not come easily that day. So I definitely have to be in the mood for it. But if I'm really passionate about a fragrance or a design or something, those tend to be the ones that I find are really easy to name as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a great point, right? Where you find your passion is often where we more easily can be creative and not have to try so far. All right. Like, like yeah. the flow tends to come in uh, much more easy. Yeah. I totally relate to that too. So this energy where we're really coming in with this visionary spirit, it's encouraging you to make a larger impact in the world, not by sitting down and thinking, how do I make a larger impact in the world? But just by being that in who you are naturally having those flows where you can get into that creative mode is often really associated to our new moon phase. But where I want to guide you into for this third quarter is that We've got a really self-reliant energy. So look at the areas within your life and business that you feel really enthusiastic towards and decide like, where have I maybe been people pleasing to do things that I think I should do where my heart is not calling me there. And that's what this energy is really asking of you to retreat into self. It's a modifications phase and sometimes being creative is where the modifications come from, but that place of heart and soul first. So Delaney, when you started doing this, how did it come to be? Did you, you know, set out to say, I want to make these products and change the world or where did your interest come from? It actually started a while ago when I was in high school, I started creating wax mounts and chapsticks and I had my own little business with that. And that was under a different name. And I had given it up when I moved off to college. Well, since I came back, my boyfriend had come up to me one day and was like, we should start a business. And me being the person I am, I took him seriously. And I was like, okay. So I started brainstorming and I was like, okay, what can I do that I love that I can make into a business? And candles were the first thing that came to mind. So it was really easily persuaded in that way of, okay, we have this idea to start a business. What do we want to do? Well, it actually just became my business and, you know, he helps me set up at my markets and, you know, helps me as he can, but it really is a one woman show. And so I started with candles and I didn't really plan on going to much else. Um, But then I found there was things that I wanted that I couldn't find. And even at my local markets, I couldn't find, you know, really fun, cool bath bombs that were great for sensitive people. And I was like, well, I could make that. It can't be that hard. And then it became something else entirely and kind of morphed (laughs) into its own being. And I knew, you know, one aspect of my business is I want it to be eco-friendly. I want to be aware of the environment and the impact that I'm having. And so I try to use, you know, recycled packaging, or just be aware of like the plastic use I'm, I'm consuming and utilizing. And I knew that wanted, I wanted that to be a backbone. But other than that, it just kind of had morphed into its own, own energy and kind of took me with it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I I can feel that about what you do and something that really spoke to my heart in, you know, looking up what you do initially was the sustainability piece. And I just think it's so incredibly important that sometimes, you know, people will ask me, well, what is a spiritual entrepreneur? And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have, you know, your business is of teaching spirituality, that, that, that you're selling spirituality or anything like that. I believe that being a spiritual entrepreneur is someone who really shows up in the world and provides what it is that you do from your heart that you want to do where your passion is, but with also that sense of, is this good for the world? Is this going to make a positive impact? Am I going to leave this world better than I came into it? And Mm -hmm. so that sustainability piece is a huge factor, right? So I love that that's part of essentially what your mission is. And it's so important. Yes, I definitely, it means a lot to me. And I never, when I first started, you know, the idea a long time ago in high school, I didn't think about that aspect, but I knew going forward with this you know, new business, new adventure. I wanted something different and I wanted to be more aware of what I was creating. Mm -hmm. And I really think that sometimes these businesses that we're called to create or someone nudges us into initially is this mechanism for being a catalyst to grow into, you know, who's just under the surface, right? And these values that tend to pop up as we offer our products and services, they, they get pulled out because of that business structure and, Mm -hmm. you know, how it relates to us. And so I think it's a really important thing too, for those who are listening, if you're halfway through thinking about starting a business and you're not even necessarily there yet, because you don't feel you have all the answers, know that it's really just about who you become as you find the answers. And that's what makes your business successful or your life fulfilling as you really lean into those tasks that you do on a daily basis, I think. Most definitely. Yeah. I definitely consider myself more of an introvert and I never would have thought that coming from like a customer service background and retail job that I would want to put myself in front of customers and do, you know, the farmer's markets and be face to face. I thought I would want more of an online business, but I found that I actually enjoy the markets more than anything. I'm so excited for it to be almost market season and I have some events coming up and a summer full of markets to be able to interact with my customers and talk to them and share my passion with them. It's not just seeing my products behind a screen and wondering what they smell like, you know, they can pick them up, smell them, sniff them, ask me questions. And it's much more interactive. And I much more enjoyed that than what I initially thought I would. Yeah. Ooh, I really relate to this because at heart, I I really am a big introvert and people often don't realize that just because of my social media presence and doing live videos. But it it's almost if if you were to ask me, do a live video or a, a reel that was on selling a car, I'd be like crawling into my shell, right? <laughs> I'd turn into the mega introvert again because it's not my thing. But, you know, ask me to talk about moon magic and energetics and quantum physics and time travel. And all of a sudden I'm the girl that wants to hog the camera because I have so much to say. (laughs) Absolutely. I totally get that. Yeah. So it's never about becoming like who you aren't or somebody else or changing parts about you. It just, I think we start to trigger different gifts and abilities within us as we get closer to the thing that really calls our heart. And that's what purpose is all about. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. 
Awesome. Okay. So a large scale impact in the world. How do we encourage our listeners here to do this today? Well, I think it really starts at preparing yourself for what you really want. So remember next week, we're going to shift into new moon energy. And right now is kind of like the pre-work for setting your intentions on this next phase to come. So in that pre-work, it's all about looking at what's working in your life and business and what currently isn't. So something I want to encourage you to do this week before we shift here again is to think about what is your mission statement for your life or your business. And think about this really from the place of what do you value? What's important to you? Is it making an impact? Is it, you know, making a difference in something really specific that you're looking for? Just like we talked about that sensitivity piece that you, you know, couldn't find in other products, right? It came from a place of necessity for you that you just couldn't find. So I want to encourage you really to think about the ways that starting with that statement first is going to put you on the path for all of the wonderful pieces to come after that. And Delaney, what do you think if you were to know what your, your mission statement might be, what would it involve at this point in your life? Oh goodness. I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) Um, I think that it is going to be along the lines of continuing down my spiritual path in addition to my business And I do incorporate some of it into my business, and I tend to attract those same kind of customers, which is really cool, and we can bond over those. I think it's really just like continuing down that path, being the best version of myself for the others around me, continue my creativity. You know, I want my products to bring other people happiness um, and to make them feel magical in addition to or whatever they believe. I want them to feel amazing using my products, knowing that, you know, there's love and magic in them. I love that. I think that's beautiful. Um, Anything that brings magic into the world. Yes. Yes. Please do more. And uh, let's have magic be the word that you filter into your mission statement. If you're listening anywhere into it is going to bring gold. And uh, I think that's fantastic. So thanks for, (laughs) thanks for leaning into that on the spot. All right. Well, I am really excited about this next new moon phase to come. We have some really exciting announcements going on around here and moon logic magic school is well underway. So stay tuned for all of the details on that. I'm going to have some exciting announcements next week for you. Thank you so much for being here, Delaney. Where is the best place for people to connect with bubbly cauldrons? Thank you so much for having me. So I have a couple of different platforms. I have um, a TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them are Bubbly Cauldrons, and they can always check out my shop at bubblycauldrons.com. Awesome. Okay. And I highly suggest your TikTok. It is fantastic. I'm loving all the content that you put out there. Thank you. It's definitely fun to create, and it definitely, being an introvert, took me some time to get used to being behind or being in front of the camera instead of behind the (laughs) camera. But it's definitely been more fun. And some of the trends on there are so goofy and they're so much fun. Yeah, that's and that's all it's about, right? Just have fun, be goofy, be you, lean into where your heart is calling you and you can do no wrong. Yes, it sounds like um, something I heard you say the other day is lean into your weird. Yeah, just be weird. Yeah, enjoy it. Embrace it. Absolutely. Stay wild and wonderfully weird is, you know, where I definitely think all of us could lean into a bit more. So 
Thank you. Okay. Well, we will see you all or hear you all, or at least you will hear us next week and uh, stay weird, wild, and wonderful, my friends. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion-filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best-selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K-A-D-Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic Magic School, spiritual coaching, and options to visit the Enchanted Forest. Remember to sign up for your free monthly moon magic calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business. And connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Romaniolo or moonlogic.official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.